Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage. We are super excited. It's going to be another great episode that's going to help you win at home and at work and in life. Did yes. I get all the, did awesome. I get the basis? Yes. Hit the basis that's the there? triple win right there. <laughs> that's it. I am here with Rodney and Michelle Gage, incredible marriage mentors. And of course, this episode is designed to help you win. I know I just said that, but I can't stress it enough because so many families feel like they're losing, right? Mm-hmm. And especially when we begin to talk about today's topic, which is how to win at work and at home. But Rowdy and Michelle, welcome to your podcast. Thank you. Thank Lynn. you, Linda. Uh, Did I even introduce myself? I don't even know. Well, hey, I'll introduce you. Okay. How about that? This That's is Dr. Linda Travolute, <laughs> amazing business coach, leadership coach, Uh, she works with the John Maxwell organization and, uh, man, you have like endless certifications of all the things you've been trained in. Tell us real quick, some of the things that you have learned and things that you are, are, I guess, certified in your expertise, clinical psychologist. Yes. Uh, doctor of clinical psychology, which helps me understand boss behavior, which comes in very handy as I'm doing executive coaching and training. Uh, so I pretty much am evaluating how you tick and how you do things under the radar. Please don't get, please don't, (laughs) please don't feel pressure because I'm, no, I get that question a lot. Are you analyzing me? Yes. (laughs) I can't turn it off. I just can't turn it off. But anyway, that does help me, uh, with executive coaching and training for, uh, leaders and corporations and the federal uh, arena folks in government. So it's very fun, but, uh, how cool that we're talking about a topic that, um, is so relevant to, I know, every listener as we talk about winning at work and home because we were discussing, and this will be a little bit conversational uh, today, maybe a little bit different than what we've done in the past. We'll just roll with it, right? Uh, we're going to talk about how to handle the fast-paced uh, world in which we live in, right? right? Trying to balance family and work mm-hmm. and home. And if you're married, how do you keep the marriage top priority? How do you keep your yeah your kids top priority because I know from my perspective this is a big deal when I'm coaching my clients CEOs and vice presidents and uh, leaders of corporations and and even entrepreneurs it's 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 a problem so I'm excited to to discuss this with you guys I, it's interesting don't you think kind of coming still out of this whole covid yeah. um, situation that we went through in the business world how it shifted and changed so many things. People are working now from home. But during that time, when people were not really working as much, um, how you saw families out and about and people spending time together, and we felt like we had so much more time to do that. And now it's like full throttle back in. And I think we were talking off mic earlier that I think people are starting to feel such pressure Um, and working around the clock, you know, working so hard to build back Mm -hmm. and are now burning out. Mm. So I think this is a great topic to talk about, just the the balance between work and home. Yeah. Well, burnout's a big question. Have you guys ever burned out? Not officially. Uh, Not officially. I'm still here. (laughs) Still um, standing. You know, I think... um, to answer your question, I wouldn't say that I've ever burned out. Uh, I feel like I know myself pretty well in the rhythms Mm -hmm. of life Mm -hmm. and the rhythms of just the pace of just, you know, in my world, I'm content developer. So, you know, I have in my world as a pastor, 
you know, every six days I have a wave coming at me and it doesn't matter what happens right, between right, now right. and Sunday. Yep. I don't care, if, you know, what curveball is thrown my way. I mean, anything and everything during the week could, could collapse, mm-hmm. but I'm still expected to bring home yep. a message that right. is going to entertain, mm-hmm. make people laugh, make people cry, mm-hmm. move mm-hmm. them to action, give them the depth that they're looking for, give them the practical information they're wanting, yep. and all of the things that go in between that, <laughs> and still knock it out of the park, knock it out of the park and hit a home run. That's the pressure and the weight that yes. I carry. And so with all of that said, you know, that coming at you week after week after week after week, and it never stops mm-hmm. year after year yep. after year. Um, yeah, you, you just, you know, it's, I heard someone would say it's like, and I can't relate to this as a male, but y'all can certainly speak into this, but it's like the, it's like the late, it's, it's like the, um, uh, conception, you know, phase, you know, the idea, and then it's the labor, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. uh, delivery birthing aspect. And then you have the postpartum. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. It's the Monday blues. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Of of developing a message. Of developing, delivering a message. Very interesting. Yeah, that's why they always warn pastors, whatever you do, don't quit on Mondays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's so true. I have experienced both. Real Mm -hmm. labor and labor of giving birth to a message or a presentation or a keynote. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very similar. Very similar. Yeah. I think that, that it's interesting um, what you're talking about as far as burnout. Yeah. Because you are you are the comeback kid. I mean, the guy never seems to go down. It's like the, the thing that you punch yeah. and it pops back up, the toy we used to play with. Yeah. But I, I toy. Yeah. But, <laughs> Take my frustration out of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the clown. You, you just keep going no matter what. But I do think, Linda, and I think you would probably speak into this as well, just having systems and structure in yeah. your life, things that you you do daily you know life is not what we do in a day but it's what we do daily yes the things that we keep in place and the margins and the structure in our life that keep us from burning out I think you know for me personally just Mm -hmm. taking care of myself and Mm -hmm. uh, just really refocusing every morning getting Mm -hmm. up early is Mm -hmm. so important for me to just kind of reset my mind get my Mm -hmm. perspective for the day and so that when things start coming you know the stresses start coming I can kind of go back to it and I do not get it right all the time for sure but I do think that's kind of helped us not to burn out yeah you know, because keeping some things in place that we do every single day, right. whether that's exercise, yep. trying to eat right, you know, keeping structure, mm-hmm. family, relationships, mm-hmm. things that are important to us, mm-hmm. keeping that on track. And we've had to learn, you know, there have been times in our life where we've had to learn from a difficult time where you almost got to the point of burnout. Yeah. Um, but we reset things. And so we're able to keep moving forward. Well, I like that word reset, Mm -hmm. right? So maybe this episode can help folks that are finding themselves Mm -hmm. in a frazzled state Mm -hmm. or maybe feeling out of balance, out of kilter. This is a great way for them to take this information and reset, right? There's hope for them. As they, as they hear us banter a little bit, I don't want to say banter because that kind of cheapens what we're going to talk about. This is very important stuff that right. may save some people's careers and lives and families right. as we discover some ways to help them uh, be balanced, mm-hmm. right? right? Mm-hmm. I think when the kids were younger, and Rodney, you can maybe speak to this a story that happened in our life where you were just like burning the candle at both ends when we first started the church 
And um, we, we had a very uh, intense conversation about that. Well, it was just one of those moments where she confronted me and kind of brought it to my attention because, uh, you know, our kids were young and just needed me, needed me more. You know, they, they, and, you know, most people's world revolves around, you know, the weekend. Right. So that's their time of relaxation, leisure, or personal hobbies or whatever. And of course, with kids, when they're in school, you know, Saturday, Sunday is their time, you know, at yeah. home. And, um, well, on Saturday, if it's a beautiful day, you know, going to the park, going out on a bike ride, doing things. Well, I was never, I was, I was always saying no. I, you know, I couldn't, I had to, you know, and a lot of times I would wait until Saturday because I had too many other mm -hmm. stuff I was doing during the week. Cause I was having to meet with the other people at nighttime, you know, working with volunteers when they're available or whatever. So I'd find myself all day on Saturday preparing for Sunday yeah. and that's not healthy, not a good way to approach it. But she finally kind of, it kind of hit the fan and she said, well, you're going to have to make a decision. You know, you're either going to pastor the church or you're going to be a dad to your kids, but you can't do both unless you're willing to make some changes. Wow. And so that was kind of that reality check. And I think that's the thing you have to just say, okay, well, what do I need to stop doing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to start resetting or reprioritizing right. things right. that are most important? And what is it that I, you know, what do I need to let go of? You know, I like to kind of liken it to pruning, a, you know, cutting back of a branch or, you know, we have to, we have to cut back mm -hmm. for there to be more growth in mm -hmm. our lives. And sometimes it's hard to cut back it when is. we see everything working mm -hmm. or we maybe have the idea of like, well, if I cut back then who's going to do that, right. where, you know, who's going to pick up the slack in this area. But that's where we have to be willing to trust you know, other people or trust mm -hmm. that, you know, God's in control mm -hmm. and it may not be perfect <laughs> and that's okay. That's yeah. right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everybody has to know, be self-aware and know themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, mm -hmm. obviously spiritually, I mean, financially there's so in all of those areas in and of themselves bring stress points into our lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if things aren't going well financially, that's a ripple effect in yep. other things. If things aren't going well in your relationships, that has a ripple in different areas. So it's, in, and I don't know that you can have perfect balance in all those areas to either. Mm -hmm, I think right. that's a myth. It is. Um, but I think it's a matter of knowing uh, where our um, vulnerable places are, where we're over committing or overstretched, or we have too much output and we're not doing anything to replenish, yeah. you know, the fill the tank back up. Right. So. I, I, I think that's what I love about what you shared, Michelle, is that you have this regimen in the morning mm -hmm. to that's your input time, right? That's right. time where you get filled up. You have time to maybe be quiet. I know that's part, probably your your prayer time, your time mm -hmm. to read your Bible. Mm -hmm. But you're you're also taking time to think and think. be still. Mm hmm. And you're getting fueled, right? So that when it's go time, you have enough inside of you to give out. Right. Do you think that that's maybe one of the things, as you guys pastor people all over uh, Central Florida, do you think, is, it, is that one of the things that you see that, that people just are not taking that time so that when it is go time and there's so many demands, they just don't have enough to give because they haven't allowed themselves that time? 
I absolutely. I mean, I just it's it's so important that you know Jesus, greatest leader of all time, in my opinion. Um, he he. Although he was God, mm-hmm. he set aside time yeah. to go off by himself, yeah. replenish, and you know have conversation with the Lord, yep. you know, with with his Father and our Heavenly Father, and I. He sets the example for me in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I, I'm, I'm not that smart, you know, so it takes me some time to process. <laughs> and I, I have to get up early to have enough time to really kind of get to that place where I feel like I'm ready to go and fired up for the day, you know. It just takes me some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I, I had a friend that told me one time, she said, if I have to be somewhere excuse me, if I have to be somewhere, I'm up two hours at least before then. And I had never really heard that before. It's just the system Mm -hmm. that she had. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I like that. So I know a lot of times I, when I was younger, I would wait till the last minute to get up, you know, and just have just enough time to get ready and maybe have a short Mm -hmm. uh, time by myself in quietness, but, and then get out the door. But I like that. I almost need three hours, you know, because I just, um, I just Mm -hmm. need some leeway to my my runway to take off for the day, you know, and I know that we are empty nesters. So it, as a parent that has young children, I remember I felt overwhelmed. Yeah. You know, I I just remember it being a lot. And I remember my dad saying, you know what? It's okay, Michelle. God understands your seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, he understands where you're at. He knows exactly where you're at. And he knows your heart, you yes. know. And so he, I think we also put a lot of pressure on ourselves if you're a perfectionist, you know, to have things a certain way. But just figuring out your own schedule mm-hmm. and figuring out the margin mm-hmm. that you need in your life and setting a system for yourself. If it's, you know, however much time you need, just plan right. for it, you know, right. and that just helps so much right yeah and i think everybody's got to know themselves too so not not everybody can get up at four o'clock in the morning not everybody can yeah and some people stay up late and i cannot yeah i talked to a a guy yesterday a dear friend of mine who's a who's a pilot and instructor and he had to be at work at 9 30 p.m and he wasn't going to get off till 3 a.m so i can't you know he can't expect to get up at four o'clock and have his personal time with the lord so everybody's world's different right but at the same time we have to be we can either be proactive or we can be reactive right and i think what happens is is that um it's the tyranny of the urgent so to speak or at least Mm -hmm. what we think is urgent and we suddenly begin to conform and adapt to all of these things where now all of a sudden they're in control of mm-hmm. us because we're mm-hmm. always in reactive mode. Mm-hmm. And so we have to take back and be proactive. And we have to just guard against things that can rob us. But the other thing, too, I think it's it's just knowing your rhythms and knowing where your greatest, um, where your... And not everybody may, depending on what field or, um, you know, their career path and what, what it is that they're involved in as far as their line of work, not everybody may have the luxury or freedom to maybe control their schedule in right. a way that would right. be ideal for them. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think you also just have to know, like, there is a, there is a rhythm or, or a time 
for some people where they're at their sharpest, they're at their best in the morning. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And some are, man, they, they get their creative juices flowing at mm-hmm. night. Right. And one's not right, one's not wrong, right. and one shouldn't accuse the other for being lazy or not having their priorities right. It's just we have to know ourselves yeah. Right. Yeah. and build on our strengths and what fits us mm-hmm. and our personalities mm-hmm. and our areas of gifting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, there's so many different facets to it. But at the end of the day, you have to know yourself and you have to build margin into that space where you you are investing in yourself. And obviously, if you're married, you're putting your priority in your relationship with your spouse, your children. And so at the end of the day, it's our relationship with the Lord as believers. It's our relationship with our spouse if we're married. It's our relationship with our children, you know, that comes after that. And then everything else falls into place. Right. And I will, I would never allow my work or projects or deadlines or other people's expectations to interfere with those three things. And if, if it did, mm-hmm. then we're going to have conversations. Right. So, you know, and I think that's where a lot of people say, but I have to, you know, or I'm feeling this. And I think, again, we have to just realize that um, our health is too important. Mm-hmm. Our marriage mm-hmm. is too important. Our relationships with our children are too important. Those are areas we can't get back. Right. If we lose our health. Yeah. We, we don't have a job because mm-hmm. we can't, we don't have nothing that impairs our ability mm-hmm. to work. Mm-hmm. If, if our marriage isn't working, you know, then life, quite frankly, put it bluntly sucks. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, you know, things, something's going wrong with one of your children, your mind is somewhere else it's at right. work. It's, right. with, it's what's going on in the life yep. of your son or your daughter. That's right. So, I mean, everything it, it, everything in your personal world is at stake. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so who cares if you're climbing the ladder and you're, you're obtaining all these amazing goals and you're finally getting the big wins under your belt over here in your career. I mean, that's great, mm-hmm. but at the expense of your marriage mm-hmm. or the expense of one of your mm-hmm. kids or your health, yeah. you know, I don't know that that's a real win. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Not worth it. I can't tell you how many um, CEOs I've coached and trained that have uh, through coaching had the opportunity to to e- evaluate, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes it takes a, a non-biased thinking partner to help us become aware of where our priorities are uh, are and where they're not, right? Mm-hmm. But then they discover that that they're because their family's taking a hit because their son and daughter is so uh, detached from the family, and they're wondering, well, wh- how do I get that back? How do I get that relationship back? Or their health has has uh, taken a nosedive. Mm-hmm. They've they've come to the realization that it's not worth it to climb that ladder. It's not mm-hmm. worth it to get those, uh, the extra dollars at the end of their paycheck mm-hmm. and, um, they're reevaluating. So what would you say to folks like that, that have so much external pressure? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know, I know your thoughts, it, it's just not worth it, but mm-hmm. for someone who is at a place where they're just trying to determine, um, you know, I, I got to make X amount of money. I got to have this prestige. I have to have the house, the car, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're trying to they're trying to, to to weigh what's really important. What would you say to those guys? Well, I think just living intentional uh, is so important, and we talk about this in the family shift of starting with the end in mind, mm. and 
it's it may seem morbid but it's really not it's just life that what do you want people to say when they stand over your casket or when you're the end of your life what do you want people to say about you because in reality most likely it will be your family standing there that's right so what do you want them to say about you yeah and what are you going to do to make sure they say those things that you want them to say and it's not necessarily that you know, mom or dad left me this huge inheritance right. uh, of financial things. I think it's more about who we are and who we're becoming and um, the impact that we make on people's lives and what they think of the person that we are when we're around them, you know, the the emotional mm-hmm. support and encouragement, inspiration that we bring to people. And it's not always about the home or the car Mm-hmm. It's the conversation that happens in that car. That's good. <laughs> or the things, the memories that you're making in that home. That's good. And it's not necessarily about how big mm-hmm. or how elaborate it was. Mm-hmm. It's more about the relationship. Mm. Yeah, my background working with so many youth through the years, too. It's like, I mean, I've, I have so many through the years, so many kids have come to me whose parents were high achievers, yeah. extremely Which is successful. Yeah, yes, which is but great. A, but what's not great is when their kids hate their parents yeah yeah because there's so much anger mm-hmm. and hurt because they know that their parents mm-hmm. have put other things mm-hmm. before them right and as far as their kids are concerned it's like i don't care mm-hmm. that my dad was this right. or i don't care that my mom you know drives that what i care about is that they know that i exist yes mm-hmm. and that's where the struggle is sometimes is that again we might forfeit or sacrifice, you know, what's most important for something else, Mm -hmm. for the accolades of somebody else, Mm -hmm. you know, to get the recognition Mm -hmm. or attention or that feeling of like, I'm keeping up with my peers. Well, who gives a flying rip just to be blunt? You know, who really cares if we're keeping up with somebody else in their competitive world Mm -hmm. that we're living in, Mm -hmm. you know, our little Instagram fake make believe world. <laughs> so, you know, I put a post up of whatever, who cares? I mean, in the, the day, it's like, what, I, what is my son and my daughter going to say about me right, as a dad? Right, right. You know, what, what kind of model are we going to be as a husband and wife to our children mm-hmm. when it comes to a, mm-hmm. to a marriage relationship? Right, right. So, and I'm not knocking success. I no. just, at the end of the day, I think we have a warped view of mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, I define success as knowing and doing the will of God. And I define success as know, those who know me the best love me the most yeah, and mm. respect and love me the most. So I think we have to just keep all of that in perspective. And are we living for the temporal or are we living for the eternal? And that sometimes shifts our motivations too. But, you know, we unpack all of this in great detail, Linda, in the book called The Double Win yes. that, that recently just came out. And we ask eight specific questions that really helps, I think, people just take a moment to kind of pause and reset mm-hmm. of what they really, kind of their world and everything that they're facing. And then what can they do to restructure that? Mm-hmm. And those questions help them through that process. But I think it helps put it all back into perspective so they can reprioritize some things, as Michelle stated, to start living more intentional Mm -hmm. and to build margin 
into their life so that they have the time and the space to be able to make good on the things mm-hmm. that they say is important. Mm-hmm. And so there's always that gap between what we say is important and what our commitments actually reveal. Yes. yes. And it goes back to the values of what this will, our values <laughs> determine our, what, what we not only say is important, but what, our values should drive everything. So if we, if we have a value of success and all these different things over here, okay, well, that's what we're saying is most important. So if, if we say, you know, our relationship or our family is one of our core values, okay, well, that's, that should, your value should determine a lot of other things, mm-hmm. the decisions mm-hmm. that you're making over here. And it can be done. It can be done. Absolutely. Yeah. Where can, you can have the double win. We've, we've seen, seen that. so many no question. amazing families that, you know, have been extremely successful yes. in the business world yes. and in the financial realm yes. and are incredible yes. parents. And they valued their time with their kids and they, they put it on the calendar. They took advantage mm-hmm. of any opportunity, you know, that yes. they could. And yes. it can be done. Yeah. And and those are the models that we look to. Absolutely. Those are the that's people true. that we admire and respect because yeah. it's like, wow, they've that's the double win. Yes. You know, yes. they've they've won in their career, mm-hmm. they've achieved all the accolades and accomplishments of success, but at the same time, they have amazing home, mm-hmm. amazing family, mm-hmm. you know, love God. They've lived what they said they believed. Mm-hmm. And you see that consistency. And to me, that's like the ultimate example. Yeah. You know? And so. Um, it doesn't just happen. No. Yeah. Obviously, it no. doesn't Not just happen. It takes planning. That's why it's um, yep. so important to read the book that, that Rodney wrote. It's, yes. it's an incredible book yes. where it gives you step by step how you can do that. And if you'd like to get your copy of The Double Win, you can find it on Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble. But. Let's tell them about the website that they can go to yeah. and check it out and even join your mentoring program if they'd like. If you guys would like to join Rodney and Michelle's mentoring program for 30 days, you get a free copy of The Double Win. Is that correct? Free yeah. copy. Or a book of their choice. Uh, there's a couple of books they can choose from, either the Family Shift book that Michelle just mentioned or the new book called The Double Win. But again, we just want it to be a source of help and encouragement you know, that's why we're giving it mm-hmm. away for free mm-hmm. for people just to join in on the Double Win Club. And what that means is, is the Double Win Club is just a it's a circle of like minded people who want to win both at work and in life, who are just needing that that system of reinforcement, accountability, encouragement mm-hmm. and people who are willing to walk through the journey with mm-hmm. them. And that's what Michelle and I we're at a place in a, in a stage and season in our lives where that's something that we're very passionate about and we want to walk alongside other couples yes. that are kind of walking through the fire, so yes. to speak, yep. because we've been there and it's not that we still don't face it. It's just mm-hmm. that it looks a little different now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we want to help save yes. a lot of hurt and yes. frustration and, yep. and struggles that you know, it's, you don't have to go down those paths. We mm-hmm. want to help you avoid right. some of that. Right. And so those are some of the tools that we've put in place 
that's only for those who subscribe to the Double Win Club. Yes, what a beautiful gift. Yeah, it's the doublewinclub.com, or you can go to thewinningfamily.com, either one. And the, on the Winning Family also is is a value sheet. Yes. We were talking about that earlier uh, under the About mm-hmm. section mm-hmm. On, um, on that website where you can download that. You can also um, subscribe to our weekly um, uh, blog that we right. do sorry yeah. uh yes and um that is that's a great thing that we send out every single week that you can just easily sign up for yeah. right there it goes right to your inbox yes what a gift what a gift you guys are to the world and uh, i sure hope that if you're listening here today or watching us on youtube you'll recommend this podcast to friends to family because i know you know people that need this information it would be a help and an encouragement and you may just save a marriage or two right mm-hmm. or uh, so. a family from busting apart so thank you guys we appreciate your time and your your drops of wisdom and for those of you listening we would love for you to leave your comments your suggestions if you've got questions for michelle and rodney drop them below this podcast uh on the page there We'd love to uh, answer those questions in future episodes. If you've got reviews, we'd love to have you post those as well because that will help us get this podcast into other people's ears, right? Ears and eyes. So thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time.